Hello, fellow freaks. I'm Zach, your host of the Ox Podcast, bringing you a daily dose of uncensored wisdom. No bullshit, no topic off limits. If any episode of the Ox has moved you in some small way, please take a few seconds to share this podcast with someone else. The best way to spread love is to share what you love. Now, without further ado, let's plug in. The dark side of fake gurus and how to avoid them. If you've been on YouTube in the past five years, you've probably seen the now infamous Ty Lopez ad titled Here in My Garage. Ty Lopez, a self-proclaimed successful investor worth millions, starts off the ad in his garage saying this. Here in my garage, just bought this new Lamborghini here, fun to drive in the Hollywood Hills. You know what I like a lot more than materialistic things? Knowledge. I'm a lot more proud of the seven new bookshelves I had to get installed to hold the 2,000 new books I bought. Installing books in your garage should be the first red flag. What avid reader wants to have to walk out to their garage every time to grab a book? If you want to make good habits stick, like reading, you want to make them as accessible as possible, which means you know having your books by your bed or where you're sitting on the sofa, but maybe Ty likes to read inside his Lambo in the garage, so that's why his bookshelves are in the garage. I don't want this to be an attack on Ty Lopez. He is simply the face of a new industry that has exploded in the past five years, which is fake gurus selling online courses. Many of these quote-unquote gurus are worth $10 million, $20 million, even $50 million, and they have cult-like followings built by preying on the most vulnerable people in society. They build up these pie-in-the-sky dreams of wealth, success, attractiveness, and sell you a course and access that brings you no closer to the success than you were before you bought it. Many times, you're further away. And often, everything in these courses is available for free with a quick YouTube search online. I want to dive into four types of tactics that these gurus use to prey on people who aren't dumb people. You don't have to be of low intelligence to be swindled. These are people who may have lost everything, are looking for a way out, and they got conned by a guru believing that he or she can show them the way towards a better life. For a deep dive into the entirety of the fake guru industry, please go check out Mike Winnett's channel and his YouTube video specifically called The Contrapreneur Formula Exposed and also James Janney's video The Rise of Fake Gurus. These two videos are where I pulled much of the information I'm talking about on this episode and we'll put both YouTube links in the podcast description. So thank you Mike and James. And so I'm going to go through four of the tactics used by fake gurus that I've encountered myself. I spent a lot of time online looking for different topics for podcasts, different things about guests, doing a lot of research. And so I counter these ads, I encounter these courses, and and I hope that by going through some of these tactics, it will help some people who are listening hopefully avoid the online courses of these predatory gurus. So 
the first tactic that fake gurus use is that they make it seem like it's always your fault if you don't achieve success. If you bought their course and you aren't you aren't seeing results, it is your fault. And this is a great tactic because if you sell someone something and you say, you drill into their head that the reason that you're not seeing results, the reason that you're not making more money, the reason that you're not investing more properties, the reason that why you're not dating hotter chicks is because you didn't apply the principles well enough or you didn't put enough effort in or you didn't put enough you know, juice into whatever the course was. You didn't hold up your end of the bargain. The guru can always come back and say, it's on you. I made the course, you know, look at all these people in my videos that are seeing success, many of which are paid, uh, kind of like these uh, paid paid endorsements. The guru will point to those things and say, you know, look at all these people. They've, they followed my course and they see all these results. What's wrong with you? And so the guru relieves themselves of responsibility and puts the responsibility of failure on you. And this is super fucked up because as someone who has benefited from the knowledge of many great teachers, whether it's people I learn from in my own family, like my parents, people I learn about podcasting from, or people I've learned about baseball from when I used to play baseball every single day for 15 years, teachers always accept, good. let me rephrase that, good teachers, teachers that are worth your time will always accept some of the responsibility when their students fail. If I am trying to teach someone how to throw a baseball and my students are not seeing results, the the players that I'm trying to get to throw harder or recover better are not seeing results, as a good teacher, I am accepting the responsibility of failing my students because it has to be, it's it's something that I'm not communicating or, or something that I'm doing that is consistently leading to these people not having good results. And so any good teacher worth their weight in an industry will always accept responsibility when their students are failing up to a point. Yes, you do need to accept responsibility for yourself as a student and take action and be able to hold yourself accountable. That is important. The thing with the gurus is that it's, it's so often one-sided. It's the student's failure. It's the, the, the person who bought the course. You're doing everything, and they kind of offload the responsibility onto these vulnerable people who are buying the courses. So the number one red flag is that they tell people it's your fault if you aren't seeing success. It's all your fault. The second thing is these gurus actually create false credentials. Many of them actually pay for endorsements and they have people come forward on these these Zoom conferences or these in-person conferences to give testimony. And many times these people go around the country, they're the same people giving the same testimony at every conference and they're paid to be there and give their testimonial by whatever head guru, quote unquote, guru is sitting at the top of the investing seminar or the dating seminar, whatever it is, a lot of these testimonials are bought and paid for. Sometimes it's hard to tell, though. If, if you're looking for a course online, it, sometimes it is really hard to tell 
what is a real testimonial and what is a fake testimonial. And you see this in podcasting. As someone who listens to a lot of great podcasters, I do go through the reviews many times before I dive into a show just to see what people are saying about it. And I can tell pretty well now the difference between something that seems like a fake review and a review that is written by an honest listener, someone who's giving real input that isn't friends or family or the host themselves. And so often the the most honest testimonials are ones that don't seem super life-changing. Like, this podcast changed my life. I... I started listening to this podcast and, you know, I made $10,000 my first three months and, and, you know, it's been a huge life-changing success for me and everyone needs to listen to this podcast. It's the best thing you'll ever do. When people are hyping something up where it's too good to be true and that too good to be true switch flicks on in your brain, it's a good indicator. It's probably not an honest review. The most honest reviews are people that give you some sort of practical takeaway. This podcast taught me x or i really liked this about the podcast i enjoyed it in some manner it gives me comfort before i go to bed things that are more realistic and things that are practical where you can say i started listening to this podcast and it gave me xyz benefit something that is concrete something that's practical and so look out for those false credentials that almost seem too good to be true to, to keep that radar open, to to always always question credentials. There's it's hard. It's hard to know, and so that's why you need to dig deeper beyond the testimonials and go into some of the other things that I'm going to talk about. The third thing that these fake gurus do. So the first is they offload the responsibility of success. The second thing is they create these false credentials or kind of like these overhyped testimonials. The third thing is that they sell a dream. They're not worried about teaching. They're not worried about teaching you a practical takeaway. They're selling you the life on the beach. They're selling you the Lamborghini. They're selling you the wife with huge tits. They they will sell you a dream. They will prey on your dreams and they will show you all the good things that this course will bring you without actually teaching you how to do a damn thing. They will say, um, you know, imagine what it is that you want and this course will show you how to get it in some way. They will never teach you how to do X better. They will never, and if they do, they, they won't teach you beyond the material that is available for free online. Often they will show you kind of this like basic fundamental version in their course that's something that you could google in five minutes and just have a basic understanding so these fake gurus may go into they they have enough of an understanding about a topic like real estate or dating or investing to to make people who don't know as much believe them but they will never teach you really anything specific or go into the nitty-gritty of investing because most likely they don't even know that themselves because that's not how they're making their money. It's They'll speak in these constant generalities. They'll never get into the substance of something. It would be like if I told you, uh, I was trying to teach you how to podcast, and I said, it's not about what you do. 
It's how you do it. And then I just ended there. Like they speak in these generalities and you'd be rightfully asking me, okay, it's not what you do, how you do it. How the fuck do you make a good podcast? And then I just never got into it. I kept like building up this dream of, oh, you want to be the next Joe Rogan, Tim Ferriss. You want to make millions of dollars on ads. You know, you want to have any guests that you want. You want to travel the world and podcast from wherever. And it's like, I tell you about the dream without actually giving you the practical takeaways. I never get into the editing process or how to email a guest to get them onto your show, how to start an interesting podcast, mistakes I've made, things to do, things not to do that have worked or not worked for me. Like I never, if I was a fake guru, I would never get into any of that. I, I would speak in these generalities and sell you a dream without actually teaching you shit, which goes into the last thing to look out for, which is that many of these fake gurus are selling a course based on a method that they haven't used themselves. So, for example, many of these people will say, I made millions in real estate, I made millions in dropshipping, I made millions in investing. Many times that's not actually true. They made millions off of selling courses to vulnerable people who were conned into buying these courses. That is many times with these fake gurus where the millions of dollars come from they are flashing this wealth with thousand dollar suits and watches and cars and they show you pictures in their mansions which are may or may not be rented they may not own a lot of these things but a lot of them do make millions of dollars like the cream of the crop fake gurus the ones that should be selling courses on how to be a fake guru because that is actually what they know how to do they are the ones making millions of dollars and then they tr they make people think that they made millions of dollars in the field that they're selling the course as. So someone might get up there and say, I made millions of dollars buying houses and, and renting them out where when you dig a little bit deeper, there may not be any property there. There may, there may not be a track record. There may not be receipts of what that person's done. They may have made all their money selling a course on how to sell houses without actually selling or buying or renting out houses themselves. And they also, a lot of times these gurus will snap photos of people in the industry. Like if someone wants to get into investing, they'll go to an event with Warren Buffett, take a picture with Warren Buffett, and then they'll post that on their website and try to use that as credentials of, look, I know about investing. I got a picture with this famous person when in reality, they, they're not just hanging around Warren Buffett. They paid to go to somewhere he was and then took a picture with him. So when you're thinking about buying a course, really dig into how these people made their money before you spend, you know, a few thousand dollars or a few hundred dollars. Look up, look up things like the person's name with the word scam. If you do that, you will be surprised how many testimonials will pop up, how many things pop up where there's kind of like this cloud over the person when you search their name and scam if you have any hesitations or doubts. Also, if you can talk to other people that are successful in the industry or look up some of their content, like really try to dig around more than just going on the guru's site, but but Google that person's name. Many times they'll they'll have paid for advertising and things on other sites. So like try to dig past the surface and see if this person really has their roots in an industry that they talk about. Because it's impossible to be a well-known person in things like real estate or investing or podcasting or sports, like whatever it is, 
without running into other successful people. You can't just be a successful person in a vacuum. So if other successful people who you know are successful in the industry aren't hanging out with this person, aren't talking about this person, they're ne- they're never mentioned, it's like that should also be a red flag of, okay, how is this person who's claiming to have made $100 million in real estate, how is this person who I know is a great real estate investor never heard of them? Like, it's a, it's a, these are tightly connected communities of people at the top. And if someone is truly as successful as they say they are in the way that they say they did it, there are other truly successful people that will also know of them. And again, like I, I, I have a, a special spot in my heart for the people that get conned by some of these dating sites and pickup artist sites because I remember being a awkward teenager and, and going into college and feeling awkward around girls. And I could have 100 uh, percent seen myself, you know, falling victim to one of these courses. And there's so many things like that, especially in the dating community. And, you know, like that's why you really have to look for is this person using the method that they say they are? You know, if this person says that they are the best at picking up women, is there, is there a video of them anywhere online picking up other women that aren't paid for? Like, look, if someone, it would be weird if I tried to sell you a course on how to create a podcast or how to create a successful podcast and you couldn't find proof of my podcast online. Same thing with gurus. If I'm saying, you know, I'm sleeping with all these women and I'm irresistible and I have the the key to attraction, you know, and there's no videos of me actually picking up a woman online that's not a setup type scenario or other sorts of content that's proof of that, that might be a good indicator that that person is bullshitting. So the first thing to to review is false credentials. Second thing is they're selling a dream they're not teaching. The third thing is they're selling a course based on a method that they haven't used themselves. The fourth thing that I think is important to quickly go over is scarcity and sunk cost of time. These fake gurus make you think that they are somehow the gatekeepers to knowledge that exists everywhere. They will take something basic like how to invest in real estate and take the basic fundamentals of that package it into a course and make you feel like it's going to disappear like that if you don't buy it there's no such thing as scarcity with digital online resources unless you're creating it yourself by not selling it to people there's no if i record a podcast as many people as they want can download that there's no limit to how many people can download a podcast can can download a course these are things that you create once as a creator that are infinitely replicable. So when someone tells you, you know, this course is going to go away in 30 minutes or, you know, I only have, I only have 200 copies of this course. It's like, how the fuck do you only have 200 copies of a digital course? You can download that. You can sell that as many times as you want. So look for kind of that, that fake scarcity. And again, almost every single successful person that I've had, the pleasure of meeting has always had an abundance mentality. I wouldn't charge you for something that you could find for free online. The truly successful people, I believe, have that abundance mentality and they, they don't think that knowledge is scarce and wealth is scarce. They want everyone to get a piece and realize that you can do it 
yourself. If you want to create success in a certain area, it doesn't take away from someone else's success. There's that abundance mentality that you don't see with a lot of these gurus who try to create this false sense of scarcity. And then sunk cost is also how these fake gurus get a lot of people. They will get people to invest time and money on these webinars and then after you know getting sucked into a weekend it seems like you spent a lot of time with this person and you may not want to go home empty-handed you don't want to admit okay maybe i made a mistake this course seems like kind of bullshit this person seems like kind of bullshit maybe i should just go home and cut my losses a lot of people will say incorrectly okay i already put in all this money all this time i need to buy the course now i paid for the flight here i went to the hotel i spent six hours at this webinar or whatever it is i need to buy the course for this to be worth worth my time that is the exact opposite of how you should think in terms of sunk cost sunk cost is a cost that's already incurred and it should not affect your decision at hand you can't do anything about the time or money you already spent. You can only consider relevant costs. So if your costs can change or you're considering the cost of a future benefit or a future product, then that's when you think about it. But in terms of a sunk cost where you already sat through a webinar or you already paid for the flight, take away what you already paid from your mind, the sunk cost, and ask yourself, what do I really think about this course? What is the benefit? Don't let that sunk cost kind of reel you in for buying something that you may otherwise not have bought if you considered sunk cost correctly so again those are those are the the four things that i took away from mike's video and james video which again i'll link both videos and channels in the podcast description i highly recommend go checking out the full breakdown of of fake gurus so that you can better arm yourself against an industry that only looks like it's getting stronger and stronger and so number one is these people have false credentials number two is they sell a dream they don't teach number three is that these people are selling a course based on a method that they haven't used themselves and number four is they create scarcity and they prey on the sunk cost of time and money I, I don't want this to get lost in the, the grand scheme of things, which is I'm actually a fan of good online courses. I love online courses that aren't by people who are trying to trick me out of money or time or whatever. Online courses are fucking amazing. And, and with the internet, it, it is a, a great tool to learn how to do something from the privacy of your own home, especially in times during COVID. I'm taking a course right now on steelmaceflow.com where I'm learning how to swing a steel mace and I'm not affiliated with them in any way. I'm blown away by the quality of the online course. It is worth so much more than what I paid for, which which is I'm going to, the, the end result if I follow through with both levels of the course will be that I get significantly better at steel mace flow and have the foundations and so for what i paid for it it is it is way underpriced and it is so well produced and it is so easy to follow and that is an example of an online course that i that i really do enjoy and that i think is making the world a, a better place my challenge to you is is to to be on guard for the fake gurus selling you fake shit selling you fake courses fake products uh or selling you real courses and real products from a, a dishonest place and, and 
to also be on guard for your own ego. Because I don't, I don't think a lot of these guys who started these courses are evil. I, you know, I don't think that the, you know, people who start these real estate schemes or dating schemes or whatever, I don't think they started out as evil people. I think they started out as someone just like anyone else who wanted to make a lot of money. They saw an opportunity to do that. And they did it by exploiting a small hole in the system at first. And then that hole gradually got bigger and bigger. They started to take, take advantage of people. And they made these slight moral slips that eventually over time got bigger and bigger. And once you are willing to give on your morality and what's the right thing to do a little bit, then the next time gets easier and easier and easier. And all of a sudden, you know, you have thousands of people that you're taking advantage of. And and it happens, it seems like over time. So while I don't agree with these fake gurus, I do in a way understand where they're coming from because we all have that desire to get rich, to, to build wealth for ourselves and our families. And so I'm I'm not immune to that as well. So I, I'm I'm gonna be on guard for my own ego with products and things I may sell in the future. Like am I actually giving am, am i am i telling people they're going to get something that i am not delivering and i will be on watch going forward for myself as well and i encourage you to also be on guard for your own ego as well as these fake gurus and courses and uh just general bullshit in your life thank you for listening and i will talk to you guys next time